Welcome to Simply Happy, a show where you'll be learning how to shift into a more positive perspective in easy-to-manage steps. Who am I? My name's Olivia. I'm a mother, a wife, the driven woman behind SimplyAlley.com, and someone who ditched bipolar, anxiety, and depression through mastering my mindset and emotions. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your girl Olivia coming at you with the steps you need to take to uplevel your mental health game so you can go from just surviving to full on thriving. Yes. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking about navigating changing your identity because it's something that just happens to you inevitably. And it's also something we can do really intentionally. Um, And when we can kind of lean into our identity changing and evolving and and growing and shifting, right, when we can lean into that and understand um, what that entails and how to navigate it, then life doesn't feel so freaking hard. (laughs) Let's be real. Let's be real. Because, um, That's the thing I noticed the most is that when we resist the change, when we are, when we don't understand how to move through it, um, it really does result in this anxiousness, in depression, in frustration and anger, in not understanding and not knowing why you feel that way. And I do think that this plays such a huge factor in people ending up with mental illnesses, um, with people living through those mental illnesses. And this is just, you know, one piece of helping people break free of bipolar anxiety and depression, breaking free of the bad, right? Beating it. Um, But it is something that when we can when we can be in this space, we can completely liberate ourselves from ending up in that place of inner turmoil, if you will. So I want to talk about this because I know for me personally, it is something that I, I've i realized has just been such a, such a massive part of my own life and my own journey. And, and I, I didn't really realize it until just recently, just how big this piece of identity is within ourselves. So your identity, you know, can really kind of entail your behaviors, your beliefs, how you see yourself, how you see other people. Um, And that, you know, that can all come down to intentionally, like we were talking about, intentionally changing yourself or even just being more of yourself. Um, It's both. It's both. And when you can fully navigate that change in your identity, it really sets you free and brings you such a level of peace and confidence and certainty with so many other areas of your life. Um, And the thing that I have noticed the most, um, I was speaking with a friend the other day, and it was, it's interesting to me because when I have these conversations um, about people feeling um, either attacked or having a hard time um, accepting a change, or I feel like I need to get more specific than this. <laughs> it's super vague. Um, but really, it kind of, to me, it all ties back into this sense of identity that either their identity is being challenged or their identity is going to shift and that feels scary. And so they're holding on to who they were. And 
you know, some examples of this can be, of course, like as you get older, of course, your identity is going to change. How you see yourself is going to change. How you see other people will probably change, right? Um, I feel like, oh, I feel like society teaches us to to cling to the past, right? To cling to who we were when we were young and that, that spirit or that body or that, I don't know, playfulness rather than really leaning into the change of identity and, and taking full ownership of it and being empowered by it. And I know for me, some, some massive pivotal points in my life um, were really, like a few of them were, I mean, one, of course, becoming a mother. That was, you know, that was a massive, massive shift in what my identity was and who I was. Um, beating the bad was also another one because it meant that I was becoming this, this new person. I still me on, on, you know, multiple levels. I mean, we're very multifaceted people. And so I still me in certain, in certain contexts. Right. But at the same time, I was becoming this whole new version of me that, that was different. And just to, just to stay on the, well, let's go, let's go deeper with these, these two examples. Cause I feel like, I feel like there are people that can definitely relate to them, um, whether it's motherhood or parenthood or whatever you will. Um, but also, you know, overcoming mental illness, um, with motherhood, I, I see it so often and, and it truly breaks my heart because I see people, especially mothers, you know, having babies and then trying to get back to normal. And I feel like this, ugh, this speaks so much to our world right now, right? This year that we're in, but, um, they try to get back to normal, right? They try to get back to who they were before they had a baby. They try to, they cling to that and they miss it and they want it. And they, 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 not everyone, but there can be resentment or, uh, discontent with who they are currently because they are clinging to an identity that needs to be let go of. And it doesn't mean that like you have to like totally be this completely new person and not recognize yourself anymore. (laughs) But it just means your identity gets to evolve. And, And it breaks my heart when I see especially mothers clinging to who they were and wanting to get it back so bad, whether that's bodies or lifestyle or, um, behaviors, those kinds of things, rather than just fully, fully leaning into this is an evolution of me. I get to become a whole other level of person for myself and for everyone else. Like that's really cool. And that's really exciting. And yeah, of course, like it's, it's sad to let go of who we were. And, and that's something I I see a lot to go with the other example of, um, you know, myself and also my students um, moving out of the space of having mental illness, right? Whether that's bipolar anxiety or depression. If we aren't willing to let go of identifying as the person with the bad or identifying as the victim or identifying as all of our struggles, right? And having those be a critical part of our identity. If we're not willing to let that go, then how are we supposed to grow and beat that? How are we supposed to become a new version of ourselves, a version that honestly we're looking forward to and we want to be, you know, 
And for me, that was really prominent when I beat it and I, you know, I knew I was like, I want to be a really patient and kind person. That was somebody I was really intentional about becoming after I had overcome um, mental illness. And if I wouldn't have let go of how insensitive and aggressive and rude I was before, because for me personally, I was so wrapped up in my struggles, it was very hard um, for me to see outside of myself or see how my actions were impacting others and things like that. I mean, you can't grow. It, it, it's you, you end up in a very stagnant spot and a very, honestly, a very frustrating and irritating spot because you're like, yeah, I want to be this nice person. But at the same time, you're also being the opposite of what you want to be. And so it creates misalignment in your identity. And, and it's because you haven't allowed yourself to fully go through the change right? The growth and the evolution of your identity. And I see that happening with with so many people, right? They want one thing, they're being another thing, and it creates a misalignment. And when you're aligned with your identity, that's that's where you get that, that peace and that freedom and that confidence and that certainty and that ease in being who you are. And other people's opinions don't impact you or affect you as much. Um, and you're able to, you know, more fearlessly go and do the things that call to you because you, you're being true to, to who you are and who you want to be. And you're willing to let go of what doesn't serve that, right? And I know that there, there may be, there, there, not may, <laughs> there will probably be people that don't accept certain parts of your identity. And and a lot of times we want to tuck that away or be ashamed of that piece of ourselves, right? Um, but again, changing your identity can just can can also mean being more of yourself and saying, even though there are people that maybe don't agree or don't like or whatever, even if they're people close to me, if they're, those people don't accept me for me, right? I'm still going to accept me for me. That doesn't mean that I have to accept myself any less. I still get to be proud of who I am. And if that person doesn't accept this part of my identity, then honestly, that is their problem to work through based in their fears and their own misalignment and their own doubts and worries and conditioning and what they've been taught. That's all them. That's all them. And hopefully, if I can just live true as myself and and live from that place, like fearlessly and free and happy, and people can see that, maybe that will help influence them to change their mind or have more acceptance or to feel like they have permission to do this, the same for themselves. Of course, we can't make that happen, but... You know, we can't change anyone, but we can we can live as example, right? We can try to be a standing inspiration. <laughs> now, this episode is called Navigating, Changing Your Identity, and we've covered a little bit of that. But the biggest thing that comes up when you change your identity, and it's, this is something that I, I'm so aware of now and and I move through so intentionally because I change my identity very intentionally. Um, also, disclaimer, change is a good thing. <laughs> Can we just agree? 
<laughs> can we just agree change is a good thing? But when you when you move through that change, right, what does it do? What does it do? Because it, I mean, it would be phenomenal if we're just like, yeah, I'm going to go from not being a jerk to being nice or from not being a jerk. No, from being a jerk to being nice. Hello. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, it's done. Ta-da, we did it. But no, there's transition, there's change, and there's stuff that happens in that area. And what that looks like sometimes isn't the prettiest thing. It's not what we, it's not what we want to go through. So again, we're taught a lot of times to avoid it, which is not beneficial. But what can come up and what can be stirred up when you go to change your identity, right? Because your brain goes with what it knows. So it's, your brain isn't super fond of change until finally it's like, oh, okay, I'm on board with this. But it stirs up fear, stirs up regression, attachment, seeking safety, and it stirs up loss. Right? We don't like those things. I mean, I do. <laughs> In it, to a degree, I like those things because I know that means that I'm on the right track and I'm doing something that's allowing me to grow. <laughs> and... When we don't run from those things, when we don't feel ashamed or frustrated by those things, we can allow ourselves to navigate them and move through them more easily, which just makes the whole process a lot easier. And what I mean by, you know, fear coming up is it it feels scary because to change your identity, whether that's choosing a new part of yourself or owning a piece of yourself that you already are, whether that's, you know, whether that's your skin color, your sexuality, your beliefs, your religion, um, your, I don't hair color. I used to dye my hair all the time. <laughs> like, honestly, it can go, it can go that far. Like, it can be whether, you know, how you identify, are you non-binary, male, female, um, but like even for like, like I said, my hair, like I, I learned to like not straighten my hair all the time. I learned to not wear makeup all the time or I didn't learn, but I, I chose to change my identity and not be the girl with black eyeliner and, and like flat hair. And I let myself just be more of who I am naturally. Um, that's also part of changing your identity can be owning more of maybe what you've been not fully accepting of yourself. So that stirs up fear, right? Because it's new. It can feel really unknown. It can feel really personal because if you are showing up as yourself, right, full, fearlessly in your identity, that if somebody doesn't accept that, right, that can hurt really big. That can hurt a lot. And some of us don't want to put that out there. We'd rather be scared than be hurt. And nobody can hurt you but you. I mean, okay, let me let me take that back because like, yeah, like people can like legitimately hurt you. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to discount that like people are capable of that. But it's more so that their opinions can remain their opinions and their opinions don't have to hurt you. Um, 
and, and even if they do, they don't have to mean anything about you. So that's, I think that's more, more of what I'm going for. Um, so, you know, that, that can feel scary. It can bring up fear. And, and because of that fear, uh, you know, we can end up experiencing regression, um, you know, making a change, owning more of ourselves, and then going back to what we know. Going So if you're like, I'm going to dream big, I'm going to like do the big things, and then that feels really scary and you feel like maybe people aren't receiving that or accepting that, then you might go, well, I'm just going to go back to being small because I'm used to that and I'm familiar with that. I mean, that was that was my dynamic. It's still a dynamic that I'm dismantling today. And, you know, sometimes that happens in pieces. Owning our identity can happen in pieces, but that regression can happen. But what's beautiful is the awareness of that helps us bounce back from that and go, okay, that's okay. You're seeking safety. You're seeking comfort. You're attaching to what you know, right? And so that that's all that is. And you can, again, ease yourself out of that. But also, I want to speak on the loss component because to gain something um, I don't necessarily want to fuel that story of to gain something, we lose something. But loss isn't a bad thing. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. Things provide us, um, you know, let's, we'll keep on the point of identity. Loss is such a big topic, but I'll, I'll keep on the point of identity. But each, each phase of who we are, right? Each version of ourselves has served a purpose, even if it was a phase where you're like, dang, that, Olivia, that was, a, that was a bad time. Like, that was a bad phase. <laughs> that was a bad version of me. I mean, I've had those too, but they still serve a purpose. They still provide us with value. And so the loss doesn't feel so hard when we recognize that we're left with that value. And it could be good memories. It could be learned experiences. It could be insight that um, we didn't have then, but we now have before looking back at that. So loss really kind of opens up space for you to fill it with something something better or more love or whatever that may be. You know, it's it is not just a whole unless we want it to be just a whole. That's our choice. And it doesn't mean we have to replace what what, you know, what was there, but we can we really can fill that with just simply love and, and value. So it can feel scary to let go of a part of ourselves, to let go of a, a whole piece of our identity. I mean, I literally used to identify as like, yep, I'm the bipolar one. Yep, I'm the crazy one. Yep, I'm the mess. Like that was my identity. And to let go of that and step into wholeness, empowerment, wisdom, strength, like to have those be a crucial part of my identity now. Yeah, I had to, I had to let go and I've cried. I'll be straight up with you. I have cried at the loss of letting that part of myself go. I have sat in the shower on the floor and cried my eyes out and being like, okay, you're not that person anymore. And that's okay. And I've cried about it. Let's just be real here. <laughs> it's okay to cry about losing pieces of yourself, but you are doing that as a gift to who you're becoming, right? Whether that's more of yourself or new 
pieces of yourself. So we get caught up in the mental noise, which is a lot of the fear, right? That's where we kind of get stuck. And that mental noise is what we pay more attention to than what's going on in our heart, which is full of love. Like, that's just, that's just how I feel. That's how I see. Okay. So it's, it's important for us to, it's kind of the, it was so funny. I had a conversation with a friend the other day. This is, this will be the last story and then we'll kind of wrap it up. But I was having a conversation the other day and she was like, I know I want to do this thing, but what if X, Y, Z, yada, yada, yada. And I called her out and I was like, that but, that but is the, is the problem. I do this funny thing, fun facts about, fun fact about me. I do this funny thing where I'll watch a movie and there will be a really pivotal scene where a decision is made that maybe didn't need to be made. And I'll, and I laugh to myself because I'm like, what if instead of doing the thing that they did that led to the whole rest of the movie, what if they didn't do it? And what if they just solved their problem by doing this? And then movie's over and problem solved really fast, right? <laughs> it's like, well, then we wouldn't have a movie. That's why it happened the way it happened. But the example I gave her, because I'm all about analogies, and I know that for me, analogies help things stick. And especially if you make them fun and funny, they're, they're comical. And then you can't help but associate that analogy with whenever your brain gets busy and, and it'll pop up and remind you. So that's why I like to have fun because it it evokes a really, you know, positive, happy emotion. And then that emotion then becomes paired with something that you previously were trying to avoid. Anyway, that's a whole other spiel. But um, but she <laughs> now I'm just now I'm just getting on myself about it. She so she said that thing. And I said, imagine I was like, imagine the, the movie Finding Nemo. And I, said, I said, you know, that part of the movie where, you know, they're like, oh, that's like they call the boat a butt. Right. So the, all the little little sea kids are calling the boat a butt. And he Nemo swims out there because he's like feels like he has something to prove. And he's like, oh, make it happen. And so he goes out there and they're like, oh, he touched the butt. And so she told me this and she was like, I know, which is your heart, but welcome brain noise. And I said, do not touch the butt. When the butt comes up, do not touch the butt. Just hang out. You can hang out with your friends, go back to the reef, be brave in other ways that aren't super dangerous and, you know, life-threatening. So, <laughs> I mean, it's a good movie. I love the movie, but still, I do, we just kept laughing about this whole thing because then she would have, like, other sentences would come up and the butt would come up and I'm like, don't touch the butt. So, now she's literally texted me and been like, I didn't touch the butt. Like it came up for her in regular daily life. And she literally thought of that anal analogy and was like, I didn't touch the butt. And by doing that, she allowed herself to listen to her heart, what was true to her identity and who she wanted to be and how she wanted to show up and the choices she wanted to make. And and she didn't touch the butt <laughs> and think herself out of who she wants to be. Because those thoughts are based on our history, our past, other people's opinions, other, you know, that stuff. But our heart is is all about who we want to be. So this is, this is beautiful work 
beautiful work that I still put, I've been doing for years and I still put into practice today. And it's how I continue to show up and do the things that I do and grow and shift who I am. And I just want to encourage you, uh, my my brand new program, Beyond the Bad, is is launching very soon. It's opening, doors are opening on the 20th of July. And this is the work that we do in there. So, you know, I, I do want to let you know that if you are struggling, like really struggling with bipolar anxiety and depression, it's feeling bad, you're feeling hopeless, that is what my program Beat the Bad is for. However, if you are in this boat of knowing that like, you don't feel like you're being true to yourself or you're scared to be yourself or you just want to own your identity and live fearlessly in it and be able to make choices and shape your life based on that, this is the program that's for you. And it's 12 weeks and I walk you through all the steps. It's very clear. It's very simple. Um, we go really deep into things like what we just talked about today. And you also get um, one-on-one calls with me throughout the program to help you move through anything that's coming up. So we can come up with some more Nemo butt analogies for you specifically. <laughs> and that's, you know, that's the, the beauty of of my program Beyond the Bad. So I want to invite you, if this feels called to you, if, if you feel like this is really resonating and you're like, yeah, I want to do that because you know it's going to help you be better in the work that you want to do, be better in sharing your voice, be better in your relationships, um, and you'll be able to live just more confidently, right? Then go to www.simplyolly.com slash baytb, and that's B-E-Y-T-B. Um, you can find the link in the show notes. But go there, and um, you can learn more about it. You can hop on the wait list um, if the doors are closed when you're listening to this. And, you know, I, I really... I want to invite you into this space. I'm only going to be able to take 10 people, and this is for literally any and everyone, Um, male, female, non-binary, skin color. Everyone is welcome here because the people that need to do this work, it's all of us, right? It doesn't look a certain way. Like your identity and who you are, like your identity right now, is, is not a qualifier to get you in here. You are welcome. You are welcome here. Um, so yes, so please go um, go check that out. And if you need to, if you want to DM me about it and you want to ask me some questions, feel free. You can hit me up um, on Instagram at the Real Simply Ollie, and I would be happy to explore this more with you. But I I am sending you so much love and I just, I want to encourage you to, to know that you can grow and that change is a good thing and that it really actually isn't that hard to navigate. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be feel like a lot of work and it doesn't um, it doesn't have to be draining and, and take you down. You don't have to pause life in order to do it. So like I said, sometimes things in life happen to you. Um, whether it you know it can be something literally like the loss of a family member um, or friends, it can be, changing jobs. It can be your, you know, moving to a new place. It can be having babies. It can be so, so many things. Um, And it can also be just you learning to own and love who you are more. So these things happen and they require our identities to shift. And I just want to help the world be able to do that because when we do that, 
We don't deal with things like doubt and worry and fear. And those are, those are incubators and breeding grounds for mental illnesses. So Beyond the Bad is all about keeping people out of that space and, and just living in their light and helping to be that light for other people so it makes a ripple effect and we can change the mental health of this world together. Um, yes. So, and if this is something that you feel someone else might be interested to, like in too, please share it. Um, encourage people to check it out. Uh, I can't do all this work alone. And so I really, truly would love and appreciate your help and support in helping get this message out there, getting this this kind of help out there. Um, you know, if we all work together, we can make a massive change in this world. So thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep staying Simply Ollie. Simply Ollie. <gasps> no, you I'll keep staying Simply Ollie. You keep staying Simply Awesome. <laughs> See, I mess up. It's okay. I accept it and I love it and I'm all good with it. All right. <laughs> I'll, where'd I leave off? I'll chat with you on the next pod. <laughs> Bye.